Hi, I'm Eva Makovic, and you're listening to the Reader's Digest podcast, in which we navigate the woes and wonders of modern life with leading experts on the tools that you need to survive and thrive in a modern world. In today's episode, Anna Walker speaks to Roger Black, a retired British Olympian athlete, about how to keep fit as you get older. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we'll start with maybe a bit of an obvious question, but why are you so passionate about the topic of staying fit as we grow older? <laughs> well, um, I think it's easy to become passionate about something when it directly affects you. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm 55 now, so uh, I think I think for all of us, there are certain milestones in our lives, um, age-wise, and I think certainly passing 50 is is when things really start to change, and. Um, I'm very aware of that. I think all my friends are very aware that uh, when you pass 50, you know, you, you know that it's significant. And physically, things start to ache a little bit more. And uh, you're much more aware of your, I think you're much more aware of your mortality, really. I think you, you, you know, health and well-being, certainly for me, just becomes more of a priority than it was 10, 15 years ago, if, I, if, I, if I'm really honest. Mm. And, and for people who don't know, you've also overcome your share of health concerns on your Sort of your long path to sporting success yeah yeah and I guess that consciously or subconsciously that that's well not probably I think that's definitely part of of why being healthy staying healthy and, and maintaining a, a high a degree of health for the rest of my life is really important for me um I, I you're alluding to the fact that I was actually born with a leaking heart valve so I, I'm actually strangely classed as having chronic heart disease one of my aortic valve doesn't work properly it never has done that was discovered when I was 11 years old and it prevented me doing cross country at school I wasn't allowed to do any competitive sport actually for a few months and I've had my heart monitored every year of my life since I was 11 um in fact I've got my my appointment next week and um it's a strange one. It was a worry for my father. It was a concern for me, but clearly it wasn't something that um, directly affected me when I was an athlete. I had a couple of scares, but but false alarms. So, but as I get older, I realised that one day I might have to have a replacement valve. Um, fortunately, technology has moved on quite a bit since uh, since sort of when I was diagnosed forty odd years ago. But yeah, I mean I, I, that that's my reality. So. And being aerobically fit and and taking regular exercise for me now is not about winning Olympic medals and trying to run fast. It's purely about staying healthy and doing the best I can for for my heart health. Sure, and and obviously your your health has been something you've, as you mentioned, had to consider from a, a very young age. But for mm. people who who may find at a later stage in life they're experiencing health issues they've never encountered before. Mm. Do you have mm-hmm. any advice for people that are looking to get back into fitness after an illness or while living with an illness who just have no idea where to start? Well, firstly, I would say get some advice, and whether that's the GP or there's plenty of advice. You know, there are there are there's lots of advice on online. Um, I mean, I do a lot of work for the British Heart Foundation, and they've got some great advice, and NHS has some great advice. But really, I think the best advice I can give is is just to, to, to start slowly. Just It's better to move a little bit than to not to move at all. And for me, it's all about moving. It's not about fitness. It's about moving. And I think as we get older, we have to focus on moving more because our lives do tend to come become more sedentary as we get older. And we have to make more of an effort to move and to get outside or to, 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 to get in the gym, on the treadmill or whatever. 
Um, but I think the, the the best advice is is is, and this is corny coming from an athlete, but but it, it needs to be seen as a marathon, not a sprint. The biggest mistake that people make when it when they either when they start doing some exercise when they haven't done it for a long time or aren't used to it, and it's something that they that really hasn't been part of their lives is that they get motivated and they just do too much too soon. And what happens is your body says, whoa, what are you doing? What are you, whoa, hang on a minute. These are muscles that I didn't know existed. And you get the aches and the pains and, and, and people stop because they go, oh, this isn't doing me any good because I'm hurting. So I think there is going to be some discomfort if you haven't exercised for a while um, because your, your body just isn't used to it. And fitness is specific and, and you're using muscles that probably haven't been woken up for years. So the secret is just take little steps, do a little bit and make it, make it regular. Do a little bit of exercise every day. That's all I do. It becomes a habit for me. I go for a little sort of run in the mornings, just a gentle jog, but it's part of my routine. And then I may do something later on in the evening and, and you go easy on yourself. You know, you're not trying to win, win the Olympics here. You're just trying to, 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 to take some exercise. Mm. It's really refreshing to hear you say that because I think so many people when they get in their minds, right, I'm going to get fit. They try to launch right into, you know, the kinds of workouts or routines they had in their youth or in a more yeah. stage of their life. And it can be very discouraging when you, you have yeah. it all in your mind. And you think, oh gosh, I'm a long way from that now. And you know why that is, Anna, because, and I'm guilty of this as well at times, your your your, your mind, look, we, we all think we're, we, we still think we're young. We are, I mean, our minds, we want to stay mentally young. So our minds think, yes, I can do it. And our body's going, whoa, what are you doing here? You have that constant battle between your, what your mind thinks and what your body thinks. Mm. And, and I think we have to get the blend between the two. So I think we have to connect our mind with our body and have a bit, bit of reality. And one of the things I've always believed is no one knows your body better than you do. Um, you know, you can go to a doctor and get advice, but no one really knows how you're feeling except for you. And as an athlete, I had to learn to really regulate and understand my body and listen to my body. And, and I think the more we do that as we get older, the more actually we surprise ourselves because we can do more than we think we're capable of doing. Mm. So I, I think that that's, that's a really important thing as well. The other tip I would give, and I think this is, for me, this has been everything to me, as uh, whether it's an athlete or whether it's actually in my work life, is it, it, there's a lovely saying in, 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 uh, in the world of athletics by I think the African distance runners. And the saying is, if you want to run fast, then go alone. But if you want to run far, then go together. Mm. And basically what that means is, is that if you're on this exercise journey, it's so much easier if you're sharing it with somebody else or a group of people. So if you've got a friend or a partner or somebody who can, can exercise with you, either remotely or, or physically with you, whether it's going for a walk with somebody on a regular basis. What I found when I was an athlete, I trained every day with a, uh, an athlete, quite well-known athlete, a guy called Chris Akabusi. Mm. And what I realized, what Chris and I realized, is that I would never let him down. If, there, if we were going to training, I would be there for him. Even if I didn't feel like going, it wasn't an option not to go because I wouldn't let him down and he wouldn't let me down. And that's why if you can sort of buddy up, if you can find somebody to to commit to, to exercising with, and socially it's so much more fun, then you're far more likely, one, to enjoy it, and you're far more likely to do it. And I think trying to exercise on your own, and for some people, of course, they have to exercise on their own. I understand that. But if you can share it and connect with other people, you are far more likely to, to stick at it than if you do it on your own. And I think turning it into a social activity, like you say there, I mean, one thing I think, myself included, put so many people off is the thought of, spending hour in hour out at a gym 
you know, surrounded by people who mm. are far more advanced than you fitness wise thinking right. me, I'm, I'm on my own here in being unfit. And mm. that really takes away from that element, doesn't it? If you've got something well, outside. I'll let you into it. It's not a secret. This is a true fact. I have not walked or exercised in a gym since I retired from athletics back in 1998. Um, because even though I can put the kit on and look okay, I don't relax in a gym environment. I, I'm quite introverted, so I like to exercise. My exercise I do with my wife. We, we, we go for a jog with, with our dogs, and I might exercise with my kids and play some sport with them. Or I'll do it on my own if, if I'm exercising at home on some fitness equipment. Gyms are actually, for some people, are very intimidating places because you're, you're very self-conscious. You're wary of yourself. You're probably wearing wearing kit you've never worn before and and there are body beautifuls all around you and you fit it's very intimidating and and that's why um i mean i have my, my home fitness equipment at roger black fitness we sell treadmills and bikes and 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 cross trainers and rowers um and and so many people you know, are much happier exercising at home when they can in in the privacy of their own home not being aware of other people around them so they're able to to focus on themselves um, and, and I totally understand that. And that's, that's why I don't go to gyms because I, you know, I would be conscious that maybe people are looking at me and thinking, oh, he's, he's not as fit as he used to be. But it, it just pulls your focus. So you, I, I suppose the, the, the secret is, to, is if you're going to exercise, create a really nice environment. And if you're exercising with other people, make it social. But make sure you, you exercise with people you want to exercise with, 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 with friends uh, uh, and, and yeah, d- d- just make it as easy on yourself as possible. And that's not just the exercise you do. It's the environment in which you do your exercise that's important as well. Mm, absolutely. And, and something that we maybe don't focus on as much or speak about as much when it comes to working out and starting a new fitness program in your life is the big mental health benefit that can come with that. Huge. Huge. And we, we've seen this more than ever in the last couple of years with with, with the pandemic. and. I am much more respectful and aware, wary of that than I was when I was an athlete. Uh, I, when I was back competing and, and training to win Olympic medals, I, I wasn't thinking about my mental health. In fact, you could argue it's not particularly good for your mental health, what I was doing. But, but I, it was all about performance. It was all about running as fast as I could. It was all physical and just trying to run fast. Now, for me, exercise is as much mental as it is physical. I love running outside. I love jogging in, in the woods. I, I love if if I'm not going to go outside, you know, going on a treadmill at home in, in, with with my favourite music playing, um, or or even watching something on, on on telly or whatever, and just that me time. But certainly, exercising outside, I think, is the mental benefits of that are huge. And I think I think we've all noticed that in the last last two years. So so certainly for me, when I think of fitness. I don't just think of physical fitness. I think of of the mental benefits of fitness as well, and and that's been absolutely proven. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's it, it's not just about can I lose some weight or, or or can I start to feel a bit better. It's physically. It's also about just just looking after yourself, treating yourself to some exercise, and and engaging with that exercise. So, so for example, I, I like to swim, and swimming for me is. You know, head in water, swimming in in your own space, in your own world, is a wonderful thing for me. Um, not not just physically, but certainly mentally. I always feel feel good when I come out of the swimming pool. And I think um, the sort of mental health benefits are an interesting way to measure your progress with a new fitness mm. too, because we so often mm. look to say, 
well, have I lost weight or can I do more reps than I was doing before? But things like journaling and tools like that to see the progress you're making in your mindset as you're working out more can be really interesting too. That's a, that's a really interesting point you make, actually, Anna, because, of course, it's so much easier. It, 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 it's like education. It's so easy to, to test kids so you can measure them on how they do in exams, but it's not a true reflection of someone's intelligence. And how we measure performance is it, we can measure it in lots of different ways. So if we measure exercise on how much weight am I going to lose, you, know, you could argue you're setting yourself up for disappointment. But if we can find other ways to measure the success of taking exercise, you know, how do I feel? Um, you, you know, what connection have I had with nature? What connection have you know? Have I had quality time with a friend? Um, am I? And this is this is true. <laughs> you know, because I've gone done some exercise, I can have that donut if I want to because I don't feel guilty because it's a you know I've balanced it out. And these are all good mental 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 things. But you're absolutely right. You know, define what success is for you, and don't just define it on on the physical. Define it on the mental. So to keep a journal, congratulate yourself. Because it is a choice. We can choose to exercise or we can choose not to. But if you choose to, journal it, treat yourself, and, and you know, see the benefits of that as, as well as the, the physical benefits as well. I think especially after this, you know, the whole long pandemic we've all been through, mm. we're all so, you know, people need to be kind to themselves and easy on themselves because everyone's in a different place where they were before the pandemic with fitness. And like mm. I said, if you mm-hmm. it's, it's slow progress, it's starting to get moving and starting to, to take care of yourself. That's really important, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I think those first few steps are the hardest. And if you can make exercise a habit, so it is literally part of your daily routine. So you know that, I mean, in my case, you know, at the moment, my kids are 16, you know, you know drive them to school, you know, dogs in the back of the car and go for a run after they've been dropped off for half an hour and it's done it's just part of my routine before I then you know start working whatever or later on in the evening there's a there's a time I'll, I'll I'll allocate if you can 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 make it part of your your daily routine part of so it becomes habitual it doesn't become something you think about anymore it doesn't become oh blimey I've got to do that exercise it it's not intimidating more it's just who you are it's part of of your daily routine but that all starts with taking those first few steps um and you know that's corny but you know the first step is is the hardest but once you take that step and you build a routine and you build a habit and you don't go crazy so that you're in absolute agony after two days and you go, oh, I'm not doing exercise ever again. Then you can look ahead a few weeks or months later and suddenly you think, wow, you know, exercise is part of who I am now. Yeah. And seeing those sort of benefits in hindsight almost, isn't it? Then, then at the time people sort of come back from, mm. you know, I'm guilty of coming back from working out and looking in the mirror and thinking, well, there's no difference. I just ran. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, we don't notice it. I mean, other people tend to notice it more than we do, don't we? Because we, we don't. But so, absolutely. And, and another thing which I think is really important is, is you know, success leaves clues. So if you, if you, there is somebody who is just like you, who has had the same challenges, had the same concerns, not known what to do, and just go and find them. Go and find somebody who you, know, you see who, who seems to be walking outside every day or, or jogging. You think, blimey, that person a year ago didn't look like that. And go and ask them, what did you do? Ask other people. You know, just there's, there's plenty of advice out there. But if you can find somebody who's done what you'd like to do and is in your situation, whether you're somebody with a heart condition, whether you're somebody with diabetes, whether you're somebody who's you know, 
overweight or whatever it may be, there is somebody like you who has made the decision, has started exercising, has has you know bought themselves a treadmill or or decided to go swimming, join the whatever it may be. If you can find that person, that they'll tell you, they'll they'll share their story with you. Um, and and so we need to communicate with as many people as possible to to get as much help as we can. Absolutely. And I'm very curious whether there are any common mistakes that you think people make when beginning their fitness journey that you'd warn against or tell people to look out for. I think we've covered. I think we've covered the the main one, which I think the main one is is that people just make it such a, a life changing, dramatic commitment that they you know they buy the kit, they join the gym, they push the weights, and then a few days later they're just saying, "What have I done?" You know, your, their body is saying to them, "What are you doing? You, <laughs> I, I don't want to do this again." And so they just give up because it's too painful. So I think. I think take your time, really take your time, and 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 also find find the exercise that 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 works for you. Just because somebody else likes to go to the gym doesn't mean you should go to the gym. I mean, I mean, I would argue, from my point of view, there are lots of parts of exercise. For me, aerobic exercise is probably the most important to, to for move for moving and just whether it's walking, jogging, sort of whatever. But just find something that works for you. And for some people, that may. You know, I, I, there are lots of activities out there, but but you know, know thyself. Work out what 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 is right for you. Surround yourself with with like minded people, and and look ahead. It's like the athlete. You know, you don't you don't get to the Olympics until you've won the British Championships. You know, you don't get to the British Championships until you've won your your club championships. It's all stepping stones. But if you have a clear picture of where you want to go, and this reflects back to when I was an athlete, if you have a, a that outcome, that long-term goal. It may be out of reach. You may, you may think there is no way I can, I can achieve that because it's so far away. But if you bring it right back down to the moment and live in the moment and do something today and then do something a little bit more tomorrow and those little stepping stones, it's amazing how quickly we get to a place that we arrive at a place of thinking, wow, I can't believe I've lost you know, half a stone or I feel great because it's, you've you've lived in the moment it's you know, don't make don't make it so intimidating that goal if it's so far away it can put you off set the goal visualize the goal see the goal but bring it right down to what can i do today to take me one step closer to, to achieving my long-term goal mm. well listening to you there just does actually make me want to pull on my running gear right now <laughs> <laughs> well it's easy for me because i've done my exercise today, i tend to do it in the morning oh by the way that's another tip and i, I don't this this doesn't fit for everybody because everyone has different lives but from my experience, if I'm if I'm going to exercise and I'm going to do it later on in the day, stuff happens. Stuff can get in the way, so I like to get it out of the way as early as I can mm, because then my brain can yeah because then my brain goes okay I've done my daily exercise I can have my coffee I can maybe have a have a meal. I, I feel good about myself if it's if it's lurking oh, oh I've, got, I've got to fit it in and something something because stuff gets in the way doesn't it mm. so if you can schedule it if you have a life that allows you to schedule it, like schedule it sooner rather than later in your daily routine I know that's not possible for everybody I'm not saying it's the only way to do it but um yeah that that's a, that's a good way to uh to 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 get it done you there's a, there's a lovely phrase eat the frog you know get do the thing you don't want to do most when you wake up get it out of the way so you can enjoy the rest of your day <laughs> eat the frog is that a french expression <laughs> it's, uh, yeah no it actually is a book it's it's, it's actually a, a a motivational sort of business book and the concept is 
you know, get the things out of the way that you least want to do <laughs> uh, sooner rather than later, because it frees you up to 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 be productive for the rest of the day. And and you know, hopefully that won't be the case with exercise because people look forward to their exercise. But uh, but as I said, you know, stuff, stuff we, all the best plans can get can get disrupted, can't they? Yeah. So last question for you, Roger. If you're anything mm. like me, music is a big part of your life. And yep, me, working out music is the key for me to get up and go. And I okay. wonder if there's any particular song that if you listen to it, it will inspire you to go and work out on a day when maybe you don't feel like it. Oh, blimey, that's a that's a that's a really good question. I don't run listening to music, by the way. I don't I like to engage in in the so I I don't run to music. I've never run to music, but I do if I'm if I'm at home exercising on a on a on a, a bike at home or on the treadmill, then I'll listen to music. Um I don't you know, have earphones in my head. Um what song would it be? Um Blimey! I mean, I should say corny things like you know, keep, keep on running and, and <laughs> born, born to run, you know, things like things like that. But uh, um, anything, anything motivational. I'm, I, you, you put me on the spot, but Sorry, uh, I said. <laughs> uh, pro- probably uh, I'm trying to think of some of the, the stuff I listened to before when it, all the years ago I used to run. But uh, um, maybe uh, everybody wants to rule the world by Tears for Fears or something like that. Oh, something uplifting, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. This has been a wonderful chat. And okay. motivated me to, to get to the pool. <laughs> run. So thank you for that. Okay. My pleasure. My pleasure. Great. Thank you very much. If you're interested to find out more about the Roger Black Fitness range of home equipment, please visit rogerblackfitness.com. And don't forget, you can use the Reader's Digest discount code DIGEST10. That's DIGEST10 at the checkout.